Today on the newscast, Iran harasses U.S. ships in the Persian Gulf. Plus, John Kerry in hot water. Get all the breaking details coming up. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman newscast. We've got two major stories that we are following for you right now involving the Iranian regime. So let's get right into it. Number one, the Wall Street Journal yesterday, Monday, April 26th, released a bombshell report detailing how Iran's Revolutionary Guards Corps harassed two U.S. Coast Guard ships just a few short weeks ago on April 2nd in the Persian Gulf. Here are the details according to the Wall Street Journal, and I assume that U.S. officials shared this information with the journal. On April 2nd, three Iranian Revolutionary Guards Corps attack boats. Picture, folks, basically speedboats. We've seen this many times by Iran over the years. Three of these attack boats, supported by an Iranian ship, essentially swarmed these two U.S. Coast Guard vessels in the southern end of the Persian Gulf. Now, these Iranian vessels apparently came within 70 yards of these two U.S. ships. The standoff lasted for about three hours. There was some communication between the U.S. ships and the Iranians. We don't know exactly what was said. Obviously, there were no casualties, no fire was exchanged, but a very serious and a very troubling incident, to say the least. We've seen this, I mentioned before, uh, over the years, many times, these Iranian attack boats. Again, they are basically speedboats. They will swarm and harass U.S. vessels in the Persian Gulf region. The most notorious incident probably happened in January 2016, in the final year of Barack Obama's tenure in office here in the United States, when Iran's Revolutionary Guards Corps seized a U.S. vessel in the Persian Gulf and basically took 10 uh, sailors into custody. What a disaster this was, folks, as the Iranian regime took photos of these sailors on their knees with their hands behind their backs. Very embarrassing. And Iran, of course, used this for propaganda value around the world and beam these photos out to the world of these U.S. soldiers in this very compromising position. So this kind of nasty behavior on the part of the Iranian regime at sea is not unprecedented. But folks, in looking at this incident and the timing of it, April 2nd, it occurred right before U.S. diplomats and Iranian diplomats were set to travel to Vienna in an attempt to restart nuclear talks. The Biden White House is hell-bent on re-entering that disastrous Iran nuclear deal. So U.S. officials and Iranian officials were communicating through intermediaries in Vienna. Again, right after this incident on April 2nd, you might ask, why would Iran do that, harass U.S. ships, if Iran wants to talk to the United States? Folks, one word, leverage. Now, on the surface, it would seem that Iran has no leverage in talks with the United States in particular. Number one, Iran's back is against the wall. The Iranian regime, I should say, its back is against the wall. Sanctions have been crippling and bit the regime very, very hard. Sanctions put in place by President Trump. So number one, they have no economic leverage. Their economy is in a shambles. Secondly, look, the regime and the Revolutionary Guards Corps have taken it on the chin throughout the Middle East over the past year or so. 
in Syria. Israel has hit them very hard, obviously at sea as well. Ironically enough, at sea. More on that in a minute. And of course, Iran's Natanz nuclear facility, sabotage going on there at least twice in the past 10 months alone. So the regime is on the ropes. The Revolutionary Guards Corps, which is supposedly the elite vanguard of the Iranian regime, they have black eyes from all these embarrassing incidents around the world. I say all that to say their leverage looks like it's nil, right? But they are puffing out their chest, is the Iranian regime, and they are acting like they are in charge here. It's basically a blackmail extortion strategy where they say to the United States, if you don't give us what we want, and what they want, folks, is a complete removal of those economic sanctions, if you don't give us what we want, we will continue to harass you at sea, we will continue to fire, well, our proxies, I should say, will continue to fire rockets at U.S. forces in Iraq. We will stir things up in the region and harass Israel if you don't give us what we want and re-enter this nuclear deal and, again, drop all sanctions. Now, you would think that the United States would laugh at this and say, you have no leverage whatsoever. We will dictate the terms here. Iranian regime. And by the way, not only will you give up your nuclear program, you will give up your ballistic missile program and your support for terrorism across the Middle East and across the world. But the Biden White House isn't doing that, folks. They are falling hook, line, and sinker for the blackmail extortion strategy being employed by the Iranian regime. And I am very concerned that the United States is about to stumble once again into a very bad deal. Now, speaking of the Biden administration, the Obama administration, and the Iran nuclear deal, former Secretary of State John Kerry, he served in that role under President Obama from 2013 to 2017. He is now the climate czar for the Biden White House. He is in hot water right now thanks to some leaked audio recordings of Iran's foreign minister, Javad Zarif. Now, Zarif and Kerry met many, many times while Kerry was Secretary of State as they tried to put together that Iran nuclear deal. Unfortunately, Kerry and the Obama White House succeeded in doing that, but he and Zarif seem to have had a very warm relationship to the point where after Kerry, after the Obama administration was over, uh, Trump was in the White House, after Kerry's tenure as Secretary of State, he reportedly still in his capacity as a private citizen, still was communicating with Javad Zarif. Now, President Trump uh, was very concerned about this, raised the Logan Act and kind of laid down the gauntlet, giving a warning to Kerry. But Kerry apparently continued to proceed in speaking to Zarif. Who knows what they were discussing? Who knows how it jeopardized U.S. security? All that said, in this recording, Zarif apparently did an interview with someone in Iran, and again, now it has been leaked. Zarif said that John Kerry shared with him details of at least 200 Israeli covert operations against Iranian forces in Syria. So folks, wrap your heads around this. The United States Secretary of State, our top dip diplomat, sharing essentially classified information, you would think, with his Iranian counterpart, Iran, which is an avowed adversary of the United States, the world's number one state sponsor of terrorism, and Israel, obviously a very close ally of the United States. Why on earth 
would you share information, uh, sensitive information, about your ally with what is perhaps your nation's greatest enemy? Reportedly, that's exactly what John Kerry did. Uh, This is out of the lips of Javad Zarif, the Iranian foreign minister. Now, Kerry is denying that this happened unequivocally, he said. He denies that it happened. The State Department also commented on it and said anything Kerry discussed with Zarif would have already been common knowledge for public record. Hmm. Some on Capitol Hill are not so convinced. Uh, U.S. Senator Marsha Blackburn is one who said, hey, we may need an investigation here. Some members of Congress are calling for possible hearings. What did Kerry share with Zarif? That is the bottom line. And did it jeopardize not only Israel, a close ally of the United States, did it jeopardize American security? Again, this is an avowed adversary of the United States. When it comes to the State Department, Iran is number one on that state sponsor of terrorism list. We will look to see, folks, how this all proceeds in the coming days. Will it kind of just fade away? You know that Democrats and the Biden White House are not going to press carry on this. The people I mentioned on the Hill, Marsha Blackburn, the senator from Tennessee, members of Congress uh, in the House of Representatives, they're all Republicans across the board. Now, sadly, there will likely be no ramifications for Kerry in terms of his dealings with Javad Zarif. But folks, I'd like to know what Kerry said to Zarif and when he said it. We know that he allegedly shared information about these covert Israeli operations, but what other information was shared between these two diplomats? It certainly does not bode well for the current Iran nuclear talks. Think about it. Some of the very same people involved in the current round of negotiations with the Iranian regime, they're the same people who put together the original edition of this Iran nuclear deal back in 2015. We will continue to keep an eye on all of this for you and serve as watchmen on the wall for such a time as this. Hey, God Almighty still sits on the throne. Things will be just fine if you put your trust in him. Thanks for joining us here today on the Watchman Newscast. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.